This, this, this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reap. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another awesome episode of the Heffron and Reap Show. This is where we go back into the vault. Mm-hmm. And we uh, we listen to an encore presentation back when we were called Last Podcasting. This is another great one with a uh, hilarious comedian and uh, judge on my season of Last Comic Standing, Alonzo Bowden. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys are friends, right? Was he yep. on your season? We were on our season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we talk about all that uh, on this episode. So uh, sit back and enjoy that and uh, and enjoy another episode of the Heffern and Reap Show. Moving on. I was getting nervous when I when I start to hear that for some reason. My heart actually starts to pound a little bit, like pre-show. That gets me amped up, man. I love it. I don't forget to eat that mic. Uh, you're, on you're, you're John Reap, and sometimes you talk quiet. And then, I do. And then when you talk quiet, then I have to deal with, with Twitter <laughs> saying John Heffern talks too loud Why and is too he much. Why so loud? He ne- John like, never gets I to finish his help. sentence. Yeah, I can't help it if John Reap kind of sits back every once in a while <laughs> and kind of pipes in like a gentleman, opposed to trying to take over the entire conversation right. like I do. But I have to keep saying this, and this might be the last time I say it. Uh, uh, people... John wants it this way. Yeah. We, we, we've decided in our relationship, <laughs> and, and he's comfortable with what he's doing. Uh, right before we started, I said, John, you're driving. Uh, see, I don't want to be driver. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to be the captain of the ship. I like to just sit back, let you uh, pull the trigger, hit the buttons, make the magic happen, and chime in. And then what we do is, is I have John. He actually does the tweeting because if you know me at all, oh you my know God, he's that the my- worst tweeter. Yeah, by far. I probably one of the worst spellers in there. You can't construct. A so what you're saying is, reaps on bottom. You're on top. <laughs> yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> I'm a power bottom red man. Uh, and uh, I'll also tell you this. We'll talk about this more. Uh, uh, this podcast is uh, number one in the uh, right. podcast ranking association, and it also has just become number one in the World Podcast Federation. Woo! Number two, number one. But let's just uh, stop bragging because we could do that all day long. Uh, We have a special guest uh, with us this particular show. Can I say something real quick? This show. Why why, why don't you introduce him so that way people, I don't have to deal with emails from from your rabid, crazy John Reed fans. This show just got even funnier. Okay? Listen, you've already got two winners of Last Comic. Now you've got a third winner. Of Last Comic Standing. Not just a winner, but also, I think, the only man in the history of Last Comic Standing to be a winner, second place, and a judge. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Alonzo Bowden is sitting right here. Alonzo! Thank you. How's it going, buddy? I'm sitting here with the two Johns. You two are hilarious. (laughs) Well, you're hilarious. You two truly are like a couple watching it go on here. We're definitely like a new couple because prior to the podcast, me and Reap didn't know each other that well. I mean, we've done, me, you, and uh, Reap, uh, we did that one show. Mm -hmm. No, we did more than one. Didn't we do more? Yeah, we we did. uh, Remember we did that? Me and you did one without him and Eliza. Yeah, Yeah, don't tell him about that. (laughs) Yeah, that was the best one we did. And then we did the the three of us. But the three of us did. did Thing to like a, a crazy sold out theater, and then the, and then all of our people went. Yeah, why would we ever replicate that? Why would we do that again and again? Yes, yeah, that was fun. That would. I remember we went to some blue collar Pennsylvania, it literally was York, Pennsylvania, where they make. And I remember that because we passed the York barbell plant. Yeah, and oh. it, it was it was from like all all the right moves, like that that city from the Tom Cruise. 
People had a great time. We're like, cool, we can do this all the time. And then our people went, yeah, but would that mean we have to make a phone call or email somebody? Yeah. yeah but and they now, go, yeah, we can't. Now we're on this guy's couches. We're on, and we're on Brian's couch. We're on Brian's and, couch and Brian's, in Burbank uh, doing a podcast. Doing which a podcast. Is where, which is where I wanted to be. Even back when, I don't know if you remember me, John, but uh-huh. back when we were on stage waiting for the results from the finals, I think I did tell you that. This is going to lead to podcast. <laughs> I, I think as we were sitting there, that was been Alonzo's master plan. Yeah, it has, it when has. we had at one point twelve million people watching our every word, I remember that's what Alonzo did. He he leaned over me and said, "In about five or six years, let's let's show up at some random guy's house and go and and hang out with his cats and do a podcast." That's it. That's and, it. and we made it. And we made we're it here. again. So, and, once I, again. and I like the number one thing because yeah, podcasting has become like boxing, right? Where everyone has a division that they can be champion. Like boxing has 15 federations and there's a new weight class every three pounds. Every podcast on air is number one. Well, okay, you know, I I will tell this podcast. You have to tell him. Okay, this podcast is the only time I'm ever going to be upfront about something and the rest of the time I'm going to talk about it as if it's real. Okay, so if you're listening to this one, you're in on the joke. All the other ones are Thing. I went and bought the website podcastrankingassociation.com <laughs> and I also got uh, podcast no worldpodcastfederation.com. I don't have the sites built yet. So I, I completely ranked ourselves number one on both those sites. But I own it. It's Again, my federation. It's the same thing I, as boxing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get the websites up and I'm gonna have a story. John, I'm gonna have like somebody interview us, like right. how do you feel? Yeah. It's gonna look really legit. <laughs> nice. So then when we talk about it, people are gonna reference it. And then, bam. I'm putting my be... podcast on the World Podcast Association yeah, because be, I could be, be like, number two. Runner-up? Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. Number, number two you, you could podcast. You create on... your, own, uh, your own thing, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Who, yeah, who cares? And by the way, uh, I was a little bit of – I thought about this, and then there's uh, some stuff we want to talk about. I thought about this, but I don't know if, if Brian – it might be too close for him to – laugh at it, mm-hmm. or it, it could have set him off on some crazy psychological thing that he hasn't dealt with. Uh, so I, I decided to ixnay. But uh, real quick, uh, Alonzo, and then let's let Alonzo talk because I have been gabbing. Um, <laughs> what are you talking uh, un- about? Unfortunately, uh, Brian here, uh, where he lives, uh, was held by gunpoint oh. uh, in this area. And, and the guy who robbed him was a very large black man with a, a, a Halloween Beard, As like one of those rubber bands that went you around. You got robbed by a big black guy in Burbank. Yes, <laughs> dressed, only, dressed as a wizard. There's only three black guys in Burbank. Like, how could they not catch him? I, I know it, that's impossible. Well, because he was dressed impossible. as a wizard. He dressed uh, as a wizard. Guys. So I, I think uh, Brian. Had, I don't have a wizard costume. Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder if I have a, a beard. If you know how sometimes oh, in therapy no. they they let the role play, and we would have put happen. the beard, not and we would have let Brian yell and say. The stuff he wanted to, and then I went. Then it might get racial and get really odd. So well, I decided no, it's not to not. That. There might be a Burbank cop driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You're going to. Yeah. and then I'm the guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, right. you forget to take it off, yeah, and they're exactly. like, "Hey, uh, Al, did some guy no, get I'm robbed sorry, by a guy happened. with a beard?" That sucks, man. But but I wasn't in on it. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, Hef. I actually saw a homeless yeah. guy in Burbank the other day, though, and he matched the description, but it was a real beard. But still, when he was walking on the sidewalk the whole time, I'm like, what if he just wore a fake beard on top of the real beard? You know, like that, <laughs> that was his whole thing. That, that could, that's not a bad move. Uh, Alonzo, I don't know if you remember, years ago, you and I were both with the college, same college agent. Yeah, Joey, Joey Ed- Edmonds. Joey Edmonds. And I remember 
I think that's where I met you the first time. Because yeah. when you do a co- these college gigs, you can explain it to me. Right. You. It was at a NACA conference right. somewhere. Right. And you have to stay in the booth afterwards. Yeah. Whoever's oh, listening. After you, after you do 20 minutes for a bunch of college kids, you have to stay in a booth. Like, if you've ever walked through a flea market or a yeah. food court, imagine a food court where every booth was you know, different comedians or lecturers or magicians. Right. Yeah. And college students are walking by, you know, wanting to, you to entertain them one-on-one so you can sign up and get gigs. So, and yeah, st- I think we were in the booth together. Yeah. And you stand there, by the way, these booths. And I, I always said the person with the, with the shittier acts had the most candy in their booth. <laughs> right. So they would candy have free works. stuff. They, they would free. have, like, free hats. And right. you would stand there. They'd walk by you. And then there's a slip that, yeah. that people would sign up if they were into you or they wanted to possibly have their school. And then agents would hang that slip kind of behind you on the wall right. so other students saw – all the bookings you were getting. Now you think back, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, well, he, the guys, great. the other guys who would get a lot would be magicians because they could do magic in the booth. Like as you were walking right. by, yeah. they could do card tricks or, or something like that. And people were like, oh, so. Yeah, I never did a lot of colleges, but. Joey but I remember great. sitting there with you. Joey was a great agent. Joey was great. I mean, he really. I mean, gosh, I had, to, I had so many gigs with that guy. Yeah. But I remember standing in the booth, and we were both like, because as a comics, we go on stage to do our thing, and it's pretty much over. Now it's like we've proven ourselves or not, depending on whatever the case is, and people come up to you and they and they bid on you, but we're not like doing a song and dance in the booth. We're just standing yeah. there, and they're coming up to us. We're like, hi, thank you. Yeah, we'd love to come to your school. And then, and I noticed Alonzo was just kind of standing there. And I said, uh, "What do you think about this?" And you, <laughs> I remember you saying, "I hate this shit." <laughs> I do because because it was nothing to be gained. Like, what are you going to stand around and, know, it's very and talk to college kids? It's it's like a total waste of time. Also, I mean, your act was more was more of a college act. Like your act was more fun. But, more energy, uh, so they dug I'm it a more. Lot with me, <laughs> with me, it's like I'm doing topical shit that their parents talk about. Right. When I do colleges, I do great because it's all like, where are you from? What are you studying? And, and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I hate standing in the booth and trying to we, monkey it up. We used to now, obviously, with Twitter and all this the social media. There's ways that you can let people know about shows. We used to, I did this show called Crack Me Up. This was in the early '90s, where there was three comics. We toured. And you had to have costumes, and you would it, uh, you'd get a college kid, and they'd sit on a chair, and you'd come out from behind a curtain, and they, you had twenty, you had fifty seconds or a there minute. There really is no bottom in your career. No, you know, no, you, you had a there minute. Was never a point where you were like, I won't do this. No, shit. you had a minute to when make is- them laugh, and if they didn't laugh, then they want a, they want a t-shirt or yeah, twenty five bucks. Show called Make Me Laugh. Well, yeah, yeah this was called song. Crack Me Up. And, 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 <laughs> so it wasn't even make me laugh. It was, was the, the bottom beat. version. No, it was called crack, crack me up. up. But then how you would get people at the show is at noon when the students were at the at the rec center eating, uh-huh. you'd have to go to each table individually and go, hey, we're the comics at the crack me up show. Make sure you come by at 8 o'clock. We're oh, going to give out some they, they made you go. As a, as a, it was a teaser. No, thank you. Yeah, I, did, I missed that tour. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, when you do rough, colleges, though, man. sometimes Fort, you do the cafeteria. Fortunately, Joey Edmonds said no. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. He's like, I know brutal. Alonzo. He's not but doing that. It was brutal. We rented a van from, like, Hertz Rent-A-Van. Or, no, uh, what's the one that they typed for? Uh, Enterprise. <laughs> 
Um, all of them. I, I know rental cars by how how their system is. Yeah, Enterprise is the worst. Yeah. I, you know what's funny? They have I the had, old printer. I had Enterprise, <laughs> like, totally waste, like, an hour for me to get a car or something like that. So I tweeted about it, like, if you have nothing to do all afternoon, go rent a car from Enterprise. <laughs> and then one of their people, like, you ever have the professional tweeter comes and says, oh, we're sorry, yeah. we want to oh, fix funny. it for you. You know, at, they said, what, add us? Or follow us, and then we could direct message you, and we're going to send you a free. Right, no kidding. So, yeah, they never did. Ah! They never did. They just said they said they would do it, but they didn't do it. But I had that happen with Hyatt, where I, you know, tweeted about how bad their uh, <laughs> free Wi-Fi was, and oh, they yeah. they uh, called me. It was in so the bad room. it came out like a week later. No, they called me in the room and comped my Wi-Fi no for the whole weekend. Dude, I'm gonna start doing but, that. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. They all point. suck too. All those hotel Wi-Fi sent. Well, the more suck. expensive the hotel, the worse the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then you like, gotta pay you for stay it. Stay at a Motel Six, you get free, free. Wi-Fi, yeah. though, and it's instant. Yeah. You know, if you're but, at the, you know, if you're at the Grand Hyatt, yeah, then it's, <laughs> then it's eight. I was twenty four dollars. I was thinking at, at hotels, the people who work at hotels from the. From about midnight to six, mm-hmm. are like homeless people that don't really work at the hotel. Do you ever check in that late <laughs> or right. leave? Like you have sometimes you have to leave at four in the morning. Yeah, and it's and they, they can't... come back and they're sleeping and they don't know how they're like. Hey, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they they even work there. You ever try getting something from the pantry at four in the morning and you can just put this in my room? The guy's like. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Just, just take it. They just usually take just it. give it to you. Yeah, just, that's just that's, that's when you go to that little store and get chips and stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, just, just take it. Just, just totally take. It. I want to get the history of Lonzo though. So you're from New Jersey, is that right? New York. I grew New up York. In, I grew up in Queens. I grew up in St. Albans, Queens. Which, when I was growing up, was that's like from a, LL Cool J. St. Albans, yeah, Queens. Yeah. LL run DMC, and and it was just a working class black neighborhood until Fifty Cent decided to say it was the hood. <laughs> okay. And, and, and like property values dropped. Oh, we, thanks. We all looked around like, when did this become the? Like I grew up mowing the lawn on Saturdays. We had two cars in the garage. You know, not exactly the hood. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Fitty was like Fifty was like, no, it's the hood. Well, until you leave. As soon as you leave Fiddy, it's a neighborhood again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I grew up there. and I. Um, when did you start doing comedy? I started late, man. I had a 12-year career in aerospace. I was an airplane mechanic and training new mechanics and making them laugh. And then I took this comedy writing class and did my first show. It was at some joint. It was at, Actually, the show was at a theater in Santa Monica. And that's when I got hooked. So, yeah, so I got a late You start. were already out here. I was already in L.A., yes. So what made I you move? I started in L.A. because I didn't know I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> you know, I found, right. five years into my career, I found out I, I was no way I should have started in L.A. Yeah. It was too yeah. late. That's what they tell you. They say, go on the road for a couple of years, then move to L.A. or New York. Yeah. You and came straight out. I, I was already here. Yeah. So hey, it worked. My, hey. my road was coffee shops and bowling alleys no around uh, the valley. You know, me and Alonzo, who who we kind of di- didn't know each I mean, we knew each other prior to last comic. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, me in, in the only three contests that I've ever been in in my entire life, Alonzo has been the guy. There's one that is yeah. so obscure that I, you probably won't even remember. Are you talking about um, Can you, well, the, the one with Ed McMahon? Um, that was Star, Star Search. Search. No, no, it wasn't Star Search. It was a copy of Star Search. Star Search was with Arsenio. Crack me up. Uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> no, I was on Star Search. Oh, the Next Big Star. That was the one with Ed. Is that McMahon. the one you did? It was yeah. Packs. I oh, won that. Oh. I won Next Big Star. Oh, maybe, maybe it was only everything. two. Maybe it was only two. Yeah. There was a bad one. The internet really first took off in the early '90s. There was a, a website called Stomp. 
Oh or yeah, something. I remember that. And the yeah. cartoon. Both yeah, I remember the, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. I wish I still had that. Oh yeah, and then I remember going paying for the hotel computer. <laughs> to go and click and vote for myself. But this was like 1993, 94. It was some, or Romp. Romp. It was called it Romp. Was, Romp. It was, um, it was Eisner's son. Yeah, Michael this is back Eisner's when everybody son. was giving everybody money. Yeah, and this that. was oh. in the, no, it was late 90s. Because I remember, and the only reason I remember, because I remember doing it at Dublin's. So it had to be like 99 yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, I thought we did uh, Star Search, which was one of the worst experiences of my I life. Did, I did Star Search, but I don't know if we ever. I don't think we ever. I got the lowest. Here's a little so. trivia for you. I got the lowest score in Star Search history. Really? Out of any entertainer? Who ever. did you? Who beat you? Every comic we all got. I mean, can you get tens? But did you only get can beat you one get time? Tens? Or did you get beat? No, I think you several times. I think you get What's, fours. I think a four fours, was four stars is the highest. Okay, I got. Can you get zeros? Because I think yeah, I got zeros. zeros. Yeah, I you got... You get black holes. It's the opposite of a star. I got three... <laughs> it's like my I got stars. two. I think I got, like, two. Wow. But you know who, to this day, you know who judged me is one of the rappers from B2K. Not that just shows you. Burger King? Yeah. No, I, uh... there was, there was a, a rap group... <laughs> I think the kid was 11 years old. Okay. I remember 11, that. I remember 11 that. or 12 yeah. years old. And then and then Judd, one of the... Yes. The, the she, judge. She judged me. Not too. the good-looking one. No, it was... The mom. It was Naomi. Yeah. Naomi. Well, well you talking about the mom or the, the sister yeah. that's the, a little bit... The hit. mom. She no, said she would mom. throw tomatoes at me. And then Zappa's kid said, um, I should go back to open mics. Jesus. Uh, well, the thing with uh, Judd... Um, and and none of them are in one. somebody's room right now doing a fake <laughs> radio. My, yeah. You win, buddy. My um, my claim to fame with her was they said I was the only comic she liked oh, really? through the whole thing. But but the one who killed me was Kathy Griffin because I made well, it. She to was the judging finals. you. I made it to the finals, and it was me, and it was Tracy McDonald, and uh, oh, I can't remember this guy's name. John was brother from Tennessee. Oh, no. Really funny, and. Um, Oh, 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 oh. Um, I think I know you're talking about. Tim Tim Northern. Tim Northern. Oh, I like that dude. Yeah, Tim Northern. And what happened, uh, she gave um, Kathy Griffin, gave me a one, <laughs> she gave Tim a one, and she gave Tracy a five. Ugh. And and the, 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 the reason I knew it was bullshit, because she said that me and Tim were unoriginal. Now, you may not like me, but Tim... Was, no, that guy's Tim's yeah. like a black guy who does Stephen Wright. Yeah, really material. heady like stuff. Like it was the most, you know, like his his thing is my friend is dyslexic. The only word he can spell is ambulance. <laughs> like you know, yeah. brilliant shit. And and like that's unoriginal. But what I was told, and I didn't realize it when I did it, but a friend told me they were watching that show. They said, you know, when she said you got a one, you just walked off the stage. And they said you didn't say goodbye to anybody yeah. or anything. Yeah. You just I did the same thing. And walked awesome. away. Yeah, but it was it was you know I mean I Kathy was, Griffin was, it was a joke. It was obviously she was pulling for the girl to win. Yeah, was, so, but you which know, went out of her way to give you a one. Yeah, shit happens. And that girl five. The, the she could have said four and a three. Does Kathy happen. Griffin get to do new faces every year at Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Griffin's worth a billion dollars. I know. Yeah, Kathy right. Griffin could, she could buy this house and lock us. So in wait, here. did we all do Star Trek? Because I did. Yeah, Star we Trek all did. Too. Yeah, we I got beat first round. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I died. Uh, like the so first really. time I went on stage, I didn't come back. I lost. Do you yeah. know who I got beat by? And Cash Cab, Ben Bailey. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I think I love the guy. He's very funny. Yeah, Ben's cool. Yeah. So. I remember everybody being really cool to me before I went out. Right, like all the moms from all the like breakdancing kids, like the whole because you're you're there all day. Yeah. yeah. I I got 
Zero 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 point zero. Uh, walked him back. Nobody made eye contact. No one talks to you. Nobody made eye contact. Dude, I felt yeah, bad for Flip Schultz because he was there and his microphone went out during the show. It was live. Remember, right. it was live show, and his mic went out. Uh, in the room, but it was still being broadcast, so people at home could hear him. But it threw him, it threw him off. And by the way, you're doing stand up too. Like, there's people in the crowd that have strollers, just yeah. stro- rolling their kids and ten yeah. year olds running around with like. Corn Don't dogs. you hate when like you you go in and something's all happy and positive, and you think your friend, then <laughs> then you get thrown under the bus by somebody. Don't you hate when that shit happens? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Huh? Do you, yeah, any idea what I'm talking about? Probably. <laughs> Probably going to bring huh? this up. Huh? <laughs> what is it? I, no I, I was strategizing um, from the very beginning. When we did last comic, when we were we were in, Vegas. I was new at the interviews. I didn't wait, realize wait. how they Let throw that stuff back up. in your face. Let me say something about you guys shared a season. Yes, right? we yeah. shared. Well, we shared two. two seasons. But we, when we were trying to get into the house on season two, there's twenty of us in Vegas, so they paired us up as roommates. So me and Hef were roommates in Vegas. It was like for what the weekend or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So I smoked back then. So I was like, you uh-huh. mind if I smoke in a room? He was like, nah, I don't care. Then he does his interview. Alonzo's fucking smoking me out. I can't <laughs> breathe. I'm going to die on the air. This secondhand smoke <laughs> is killing me. He's choking me out. <laughs> Well, That's you smoke just cigarettes, though, Just right? cigarettes, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but then, he probably did that. Yeah, yeah. You bastard. But, but we were friends. We were like buddies. Yeah, like, yeah. I had no idea that he had just trashed me in his... In his <laughs> and your interview was like, oh, he's cool. He lets yeah, me smoke. Cool he doesn't mind him, anything, you know. He's fine. I, he I, masturbates at night. I'm sure care. everybody knows how bad they manipulate <laughs> scenes in a, in a reality. Did you guys, on your season last comic, John, did you have... Were you guys in a house? Did you guys live no, together? No, my season, thank God, was I got lucky. It was the only season where we didn't have to share a house with each other. We all had our own hotel rooms, oh. and we would just take a, a, a bus a whole... ride to a challenge and come back to I got to say, that added a whole element of, of kind of weirdness. Yeah. And it, by the way, I've seen the house we stayed in. The castle. Uh, the castle. I, I, uh, every once in a while when I previews pre- porn sites, I will see... Um, th- Peruse. That castle. When you yeah, peruse, I've, I've, I've seen that for. house we were in in many in porns. many yeah. porn sites. I'm like, oh, that was my room I shared with Jay London. Oh, that's <laughs> the room that we decided we were all going to vote Ant out. <laughs> but but uh, uh, you know, it was, it was funny. There, there's one scene that, just to show you how much the edit, right? There was uh, yeah. I, I I forgot the the, the storyline was um, we we were, we were figuring out who to who to vote, you know, for who. But here's the deal: for whatever reason on the show. They made me out as like the Midwest guy right. that just didn't want any trouble <laughs> and whatever. But Alonzo will say, I was masterminding almost every every single you know, vote. You know what his whole I, thing I, You went for real? What? You went for real? Oh, no. Yeah. When he found out that you get paid for every episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Hef would have a pen and paper out <laughs> figuring out, okay, if I survive this episode, yeah. I make this much more money. So here's what we're going to do. Like, that was his whole thing to yeah. so intense to make that cash to survive one more Remember what week. I wanted? There was one thing I go. And then he won it. And they took all, all that money back, back yeah. from you, didn't they? Uh, <laughs> I remember going... That's part of your prize, wasn't it? I, I remember there was a massage chair at Sharper Image. Mm-hmm. One of those chairs you sit in. And yeah. I kept going, Alonzo, wait a minute. So if I stay until next Wednesday, 
I, that's like I could totally get that massage chair. Yeah. When I, like that was that was my biggest goal. When people were like, "So did you want to win to do this and do that?" I was like, "No, I wanted to make six hundred dollars in union fees to get a massage this chair that is just in the way of my house right now." Like it's, I want like that, you got clothes on. I, I want that thing gone. Yeah, but that's, this is why I will always view Hef as a giant fifteen-year-old kid. Right. Because when he won the show and he got you know you win fifty grand, your whole, his whole thing was all right. I think it's time to go wireless. I'm getting new game controllers. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was his whole thing. I'm getting wireless, wireless controllers, controllers for my like Xbox. Or something. Yeah. That yeah. was his Xbox. whole. That was that's why he won the show. <laughs> yeah, it was time to go. You know, like I, I bought a motorcycle. And yeah. I think Gary Goldman bought his mom a house or something. <laughs> and Hef's like, I'm going wireless. That's hilarious. <laughs> Last time I saw you, Alonzo, actually the first time I met you, uh, you had just gotten in a, a motorcycle accident and you had like a cast or something oh, my on wrist. your leg. Yeah, bust, or your, no, your, your, my your wrist. wrist. Yeah, last year. I uh, busted my wrist. Now, did you collect motorcycles, right? Like, I don't collect them. I buy and sell. And like people who collect have a garage full of toys. Like I just kind of they rotate in and out of my garage. I'll ride something for a couple of years. Now I wish I could, you know, have a garage and just continually collect shit. How many that, do you have right now? That takes more money than bedroom podcasting. You know, but uh, do you have right more now, than I have one? Four bikes. Yeah, four right now. I have four bikes. That's. Uh, how many times the have you The most wrecked? I've ever had is six. Six. But Do you think it's crazy having a motorcycle in Los Angeles? Because no, I've always wanted no, one, I've but it's a bike in ridiculous. L.A. For, since I? I was 18. I've almost, there was like a four or five year period I didn't ride. It, it's no big deal. You get used to dealing with traffic and stuff like that. You know, I've, I've, I've uh, got hurt twice, but the second time was on a racetrack. So that's, By the way, those of you listening don't who don't live in Los Angeles, if you ride a motorcycle in Los Angeles, you're allowed to ride on the in between uh, cars, in between cars on, on the line. So you could be, you can look, look next to you, see a car driving next to you. Then out of the blue, there'll be a motorcycle will come in between you. It's and they the all, fuck out. And they you. always hit the, your, your <laughs> side mirrors. They always no, hit your side mirrors. I don't hit side mirrors. Kids hit side. Mirrors. Yeah, I've been hit. Where suddenly kids, you're like. You're talking about a pro over here. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing about riding a bike in L.A. If you live through your 20s, you'll be fine. Because when you're in your 20s, you're indestructible, right? So you split lanes at like 80 miles an hour, and you're you're doing wheelies everywhere, and you're doing all kind of crazy shit because you're 20-something. Right. And then you hit 30 and you're like, holy shit, I could get killed. Yeah. And then everything slows down. So And and splitting lanes, it's, it's... it's not as close as you guys think. Like, you guys in a car think we're inches away. There's actually, there's like five right. feet of room between the cars and the bike's three feet wide. We have room on both sides. There's times when it cuts a little close. There's times when cars get mad at us and they try to cut us off yeah. while we Why do it. I, I don't get mad. I just They're get mad because we're beating the traffic. Right. Right. But the best thing is, and this is the reason, the reason the law exists is because of the highway patrol. The highway patrol used to ride these big Harleys, and they would overheat if they stayed still. Like, they right. had to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So they passed a law that bikes can do this. So sometimes you get behind a cop, and you'll see this. You'll see a parade of, like, ten bikes behind a cop, and we're indestructible. Convoy. Like, yeah, we're like, follow him. <laughs> He's doing 80 miles an hour between lanes. No one's going to cut him off. So You, you know what made me nervous? I'm, because just sitting in my car when you guys do John's that. John's always talking. When they come, when they, uh, when they come <laughs> past you, uh, the motorcycles and the car, I'm so, like, because any uh, half the time when people switch lanes, they're not really doing a, a good look. Yeah, but and sometimes bike, you're quick, and it's like, I mean, have you ever been worried about someone just like? Oh, I've had people change lanes into my leg. 
Oh, Jesus. like they push, you know. But but on a bike, you can like we can see into cars, and over time, you learn to anticipate. You can see when someone's starting to drift. About to go. You can see the head turn. You can see a million things. There there are like clues that you know. Okay, yeah. this person's not paying attention. This person's going to turn once in a while. They catch you off guard. But also, when you're on a bike, you're not on the phone. You're not listening to right. the stereo. You're not watching a DVD. Like <laughs> yeah. you're actually on a motorcycle, very aware of watching the road. So mm-hmm. you become more aware. Of I'm not, it's it, probably the same when I'm at an airport trying to, like in Dallas at Terminal D, trying to make it to Terminal A in 11 minutes. When you're having to like zip through people, yeah. it's probably that same type of focus. Yeah. Well, when you're no, watching you know that guy like? going, I'm going to go to his left and that person. I play running back fullback. <laughs> yeah. I find someone who's a fullback and I just get right behind. You him. know what it's like, and we're all experts at this. When you're going to the security line. And you do the quick scan, and you're like, okay, that's a family with a baby. No, nope. that that guy still thinks he can drink that water. No, this guy, like you, right? You what? Scan, I, and you, I brought you, this. When, you know, when can you not 80% drink? Eighty percent of the time, you can figure out which line's going to move and which line's going to have an idiot that yeah. holds it up. But every now and then, somebody fools you. you yeah, know, it's yeah. the guy who forgets get, to take oh! his belt off, or, right. the, or the girl has all the earrings that are setting off, and you're like, Dang. the best movie for that is Up in the Air. With up in George the air. Clooney. We've all lived that. That scene. We've all lived. Where he's that. like, he's like. Totally Totally stereotyping. Yeah. He goes Asians 100% of the time. They're efficient. <laughs> they only got, they pack light and they're business travelers. Yeah. Get behind an Asian every yeah. time. I've, I've often thought about getting a motorcycle just because when the apocalypse happens, you're going to be the, one of the only people that get to escape the city, you know? In the movies, I think the bikes make it, and there's all, but there's always the crate, like Reaple make it. I'll because make there's always the guy with like the hillbilly truck thing, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Red and, and I know, and I know, I know he has one of those. Like he doesn't have it here in his garage. Right. Somehow built but my I know own he has helicopter. It you see, he just busts through the garage door like in a movie. It's in the wash by the L.A. River. Right, it's in the gutter. We have tumbleweeds on it and yeah. stuff. Fake homeless guys sleeping in front of it. And yeah, and there's plenty guns in the back. I told you I'd be the last coming standing. Let's go. I'll pick you guys up. You know, I'm going to tell this story on this show. I talked about it on Rogan, and, and he, he had a different point of view. But this is the story. Uh, I called Alonzo as this particular story was happening about the guy with the bike from the gas station. Remember oh, when yeah, I called yeah. you? Mm-hmm. I saw I'll, – I'll tell it on this thing. There was a guy. Um, he, there, his girl was sitting by the, um, the gas pumps, mm-hmm. and he had a big tub of aloe and all this ice. And she's sitting there. She had, like, oh shorts God. on, and she's putting all the aloe and ice on her inner thigh. And she has the most pissed-off look you've ever seen, right? And then he, got, he has, like, one of those ninja. It's like yeah. a crotch rockety type mm-hmm. thing, and he's all leathered out. So what happened was is how, how would she have got her? Like, her, her leg hit the tailpipe of the motorcycle, you, right? Probably what happened happened was she got on or got off and her leg hit the pipe and the pipe's hot it's an exhaust pipe so it burnt her right yeah so she had the most pissed off look on her face ever and i called alonzo and i go if i was to ever steal somebody's girlfriend or or wife i don't know that would have been the the time time. to do it like when you see in the movies all you would have had to have done is reach out your hand and go Take my hand, and she would have grabbed it and yeah. got into my Jeep because I had four wheels and air conditioning. Yeah, because it's 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 like on, in the movies. If you say, "Take my hand," if you want to live, Do you trust right. me. It's it's sexy, but if right. I was to be in an alley and say, "Take my hand," if you want to live, then she's gonna mace me. But that would have been <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been funny, the time. The funny thing about that is, like when you ride, when we see that, when you see the guy. 
and he's wearing jeans, a leather jacket, and a full-face helmet. And she's got on a halter top and shorts and sandals. <laughs> right. And you, you're like, yeah, you really love her, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You're really worried about her safety, <laughs> right. you know. And, and, and it happens, I, you know. But these girls, it's like, listen, if he's wearing safety gear, you know, maybe there's a reason for that. Or, or if you're watching him do wheelies, maybe you don't want to <laughs> yeah, get on not, that not, bike. Not that guy. Know? Yeah, my wife, uh, she was a paramedic for a while, and she she because she, call, she seen so many accidents mm-hmm. uh, with motorcycles uh, that she calls them donor cycles. Yeah, some people say that. And whenever they come to me, because whenever you have a bike accident, people feel the need to tell you tell about you. their bike All accidents that they know. And, this, <laughs> yeah. and I'll always look at them and say, yeah, I heard someone got killed in a car once. <laughs> yeah. And then they look at you like, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah. One but, guy choked yeah. on his food. Did you hear about that yeah. guy? Yeah. <laughs> Some guy died of old age. <laughs> Wouldn't want to get old. My you. favorite shirt, you guys seen that I saw a guy with a shirt that it said, and probably a lot of bikers have it, If uh, on the back it says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. Yeah, yeah. you never get laid with that shirt. Right? <laughs> it's a great Shirt. Like who? Like I would just. I don't have the balls to go. That's a great shirt, and I'm gonna wear it. And not only am I gonna wear, it, I'm gonna cut the sleeves off of it. Like that's a whole different level of guy that I can never be. Yeah, but, but I'll tell you. You know what's funny about those guys? And and it's like, and I'm not a Harley guy. Like I get it with a lot of Harley guys, but the ones who are who get that hardcore, it's really funny because he'll wear that shirt, but he's also wearing assless chaps. Like you know, how hardcore yeah. can you be? Like you you understand? Right, right. You have ass. Chaps on. No, yeah. you're, you're not threatening to me because you're wearing assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ever go uh, right up to Sturgis and do that? I haven't done Sturgis. That, Sturgis is uh, nah. Sturgis is my scene. Sturgis is more of a Harley scene. Right, right. I do MotoGP stuff, and um, you know, what like, like yeah, a high class biker cool. like BMW. No, no stuff. MotoGP is just the racing end. MotoGP is like Formula One for motorcycles. Like I, I like the the fast stuff. So it's just two different worlds, you know. Mm-hmm. What are what are people on? Um, by the way, Alonzo has hosted. You know, I'm, it's not like I did show prep, Alonzo, but Alonzo have hosted uh, many shows on the Speed Network. I've done 101 cars. You must drive for speed and. Um America's worst driver for travel. So yeah, I've done some. Yeah, I got to on the drive over. I got to, I got to hear all about uh, Alonzo shows and the one Reap's doing. As I think about, huh? I wonder. I wonder if I'll, if I'll get a new game for my PlayStation. Yeah, gears are worth it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at all jealous. But uh, what do motorcycle guys think about those those? It's two wheels on the front and yeah, then one on the back. I've, I've ridden one of those. It's like what's the spider? You know who has like one? Like if it's a tricycle in reverse. One. Corey Holcomb Corey has Holcomb one. Corey Holcomb has one. Yeah, Corey's got one. Corey that Holcomb, is, by the way, from uh, uh, Last Comic. Yeah, almost beat up Ant. Yes. Uh, Very funny guy. Well, one, Corey's one hilarious. of the greatest. Uh, I saw him in Montreal. Just one of the greatest destroyed. moments ever. I love that guy. My, I'll give you my favorite Corey Holcomb joke. We were in New York. We were at Caroline's. In November of uh, it was about two years ago, and Corey's doing a late night show, and he said, "Yeah, this next bit goes out to all those women who're going to be alone on Christmas because he has to spend it with his real family." Yeah, he's oh, so man. <laughs> you know, I like it when this, that, the, the real dad comes back to the house. There is yeah. a moment out here to pick up my son. He's like, he ain't done mowing the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a moment on Last Comic, probably the most tense moment. Uh, but this just shows you the insides of television how, and how they don't care. We were on a bus, on uh, the short bus, in, in Hollywood for something. Yeah. Todd Glass, one of the other guys, and I think, Spider-Man is walking by. And you know those people that get tips addressed? Yes. Thing? 
So he goes... Those people are weird. Yeah, he yeah. Reads, reads out of the thing and goes, hey, hey, Spider-Man, nice cock, or something, because he had... He was, no, he called them faggots. Yeah, yeah. He so called goes, them faggots. Yeah, he goes, take yeah. a picture of me, faggots. And then he gets down, and everyone kind of laughs. And then Ant says something, like, I'm going to get this, this. Ant says something about saying the word faggot. Right. So, and then... Let me say it, because Hef is nervous. Oh, no, I'm not even, I'm not even going to come close to saying yeah, it. Hef's nervous. I'm not going to come Aunt close to said, saying it. Ant got mad at... at God, and he said, he said, you know, you yelled faggot, but you wouldn't yell nigger. Right, right, yeah. right, right. So I, saw, I, I saw where that was going. Yeah. yeah I but, saw what you did. It so, was brilliant. But, uh, let, let's set this up, too. <laughs> yeah, let's set this up. We're in this, like, yellow short bus, and then yeah. there's, like, a follow van that has all the audio, and those guys are all in another vehicle, and they can hear this whole conversation. Right. So Corey Holcomb gets up, and who was sitting next to Ant? Was it Tammy Pescatelli was yeah. sitting right next to it, and he gets up, and he's just, he, Corey's just a really big, and Tammy Pescatelli, who's friends with Ant, bails on Ant within seconds, just jumps <laughs> out of the seat, right. and goes and sits, and Corey sits down, wearing a little bus seat, oh. right next to Ant, and, and turns at him, and basically, I don't remember the whole conversation, but he was like, say that again, and then Ant... I'm going to say that again, but like, so Ant does it back down, oh. just gets really bitchy gay guy to him. Okay. Like, so it's now. tense. Yeah. So Corey's like, he's like, hey, oh, yeah. But. Yeah. So it, it got re- it got crazy. And. Oh, see, but and so none of the producers the are, are coming got, in to stop it. Wow. I understood that. I understood the point Ant was making. But the thing with Corey and Ant had been building, and this was the one that pushed it over. But what was funny yeah. about it was. When Corey really got mad, like when it went beyond a joke, that's when Ant shut up. Mm-hmm. Like Ant was like, "Oh yeah, like you know that moment where you're like, okay, if I say another word, I'm gonna get my ass There's whipped." A, yeah. Like Ant knew he was at that point, <laughs> and that's when Ant just went quiet. Because me, me and Gary went over there because Corey's a big guy, so we were like, we can't have it. Yeah, and Corey's Cause, cause like, you, was, you think I give a fuck we, about these motherfucking right, cameras? Like, right. he's like want, at that thing. We didn't yeah. want Corey to, <laughs> to throw a punch and get himself arrested or whatever else. This was like beyond the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, so after that, that we had to go. NBC brought in lawyers. Like, oh, they yeah. put Ant in a hotel overnight. Which we were pissed safety. at. Wow. They brought in lawyers. We had to go through this crazy we, sensitivity training. Yeah, they, they made us go into a tent. <laughs> and, Each one of us individually to ask if we were okay. Uh, Is there anything like emotionally? The thing, <laughs> we yeah, yeah, from the about it, yeah it was crazy. But the, you know what they forget is they're doing this with comics. Yeah. Right? So, me, so like me and Gary are there because me and Gary were still roommates. Gary Goldman. At the time on the right. show, and we, and you know we're like, well, we're okay with the gay guy. But I'm, I'm like, but I can't work with the Jew. And, and, and Gary's like, you know, I've hated black people forever. Like, and, and, the, and the woman's just sitting there, her eyes are bulging out of her head. She's like, oh my god, I'm like, uh, you know, and, and and you know this chick over here, and like, so we're we're saying everything because because comics do. It's like that's sure. what, how we really talk. It's not, you yeah. know, it's so we're saying everything that's inappropriate and illegal on NBC because you set it up for us to do this. You did you know, that. You you asked for it to us. That's a challenge. And so this whole thing was what did you say happened. They, they took three days out of our lives that would never be replaced mm-hmm. on the show. Four minutes. Yeah, the entire thing, was from, a the, whole from thing. the initial fight between Gary, I mean between Ant and Corey, to the end. Wow. And, then and then they edited it like he shook hands. Four minutes. It's amazing. That's obviously people know that on reality shows they mess with. That. I remember one of it. It was one of the uh, we had the vote, you know, thing. 
and, and Ant had an alliance and, and getting people together for the alliance. And then mm-hmm. Ant said, "We have to, you have to vote for us, or we're all going to vote." You know, it was like mm-hmm. that type of thing. Well, on the show, they have me. I have allergies. I, I remember I'm sitting by this fire pit by myself, mm-hmm. and I'm itching my eyes, and, and I'm just sitting there. And you know how fidgety I am. Just think. So I'm, <laughs> he's I'm, a twelve-year-old. I'm always he's right. Truly a twelve-year-old. Yeah, so <laughs> when they show the show, though, they, they show Ant look at me and go, "You have to join us, or you're against our alliance." And then they have Alonzo shoot me a look, like a really right, mean look. Right. They that have was, somebody else shoot yeah. me a look, but nobody was in. None of those guys were sitting with me. None of them were. My favorite moment on the show. The show. I always remember. Alonzo when. almost freaked out once, but you yeah, tell one time. And then I'll, I'll tell. Off. I want to oh, hear I did? We were, no, I they did. No, the yeah, I'll tell you. I, yeah. But we were playing at this game 10 that Hef had us oh, yeah. play. Now, you remember that? Yeah, I remember that game. Where you start out, like, else's... you have to say 10 things about yourself, right? Like starting with the most innocuous thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like and one each was. one gets more personal. Yeah, like one is I like to. I like Sprite, was like one. Right. Yeah. So when we got to, to, and you're counting down from 10. Mm-hmm. So I'm going after Jay London, and we got to six. Oh, God. I and think London I said, about London said it. He said, you know, sometimes I get upset, I get mad with myself, and I yank out pubic hairs with pliers. Yeah. And I just, I just looked at him and said, that's number six. Like, that's number We're not like, even like, I gotta come halfway up with, can't I wait to hear his number one. Where do I go from yeah, like, I gotta stop that? That's yeah. number six. You just You're wrecked the bar for hairs. all of us. That's Where hilarious. do we go from here? You know, like, my number four, I put on a fake beard and rob guys. In, in hey. I don't know. What? I love that. So that what was, did you follow? They never with that? showed it, but oh. the, but the thing was, they, it got really serious. By the way, that it. got really like yeah, you, you got, think you were all joking, mm-hmm. but it, it turned it into some personal. weird therapy session. Right. By when we people were hitting it, and I won't disclose them, but like seven, eight, they were everyone was sharing some pretty serious. The stuff. The things that didn't that bugged us on the show was they didn't show the funniest shit we did because there was another time where Kathleen Madigan has this thing where she. She'll uh-huh. kneel down, right? She borrowed my shoes and my jacket. Now, Kathleen is like five feet tall, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, with heels right. or whatever. So she kneeled down, and she's put her hands in my shoes, <laughs> and she had my jacket on. So she looked like she was two feet yeah. tall. Yeah. And she's doing a whole interview as like um, oh, that's little as Kathleen Gnome <laughs> Madigan because she's the size of a garden gnome. And it, it was so funny. Like we're pounding the table and even the cameraman can't hold the camera straight because he's cracking up. And they didn't show any of them. They were just, they, they, they were right. They, the they, they, they really, uh, I think Last Comic Standing had an identity crisis. I mean, one year Every it wants year to be different. like a reality show. One year it wants to be just well, a a, host, a different host. Yeah, they, they yeah. could never get it straight. We had one of them with the because we lived in this bad porn house. They would do stuff where they would make the air conditioning not work, and it was like a hundred oh. degrees. So, so even because we all got along, mm-hmm. like there were a couple times where it was like two days. It's not like a Jersey or Housewives. We weren't throwing stuff at each other. Nobody had anything to say. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of boring. So right. then they would go, how do we, I know, let's turn down the heat. And at the time, I drank. And they'd go, 
suddenly there's a fifth of booze in the refrigerator <laughs> that was never there before. So, like, I'd walk by and go, hey, there's booze in here. Then I'd find Kathy Madigan, and then we'd just get tanked. And then what happened is the booze would disappear. Yeah. And then out of the blue, that's when a producer would go, hey, John, can we sit down and do, a, do an interview with you? And he'd say, you know what my problem with Alonzo is? <laughs> and then he'd go to Alonzo. Hey, Alonzo, you know John has a problem? Yeah, or, you know, that's yeah, how, that's that's how they would get me. Now, did you have a that you were saying that one time you guys almost got mad? Or we flipped? did. No, I, the, the um, maddest I've seen Alonzo when yeah. he was over. The, and I can't do you remember, remember what it was. I can't remember what it, they did that pissed me off. We were it at that the theater. We did. It was at the theater with no, the kids? Yeah, it was the time we did the thing. We had to entertain the kids, but yeah. it wasn't that. The it was something I did they the said. It was something they said or did. Something they did that. It, but it really pissed me off. And I went home and I just started throwing weights around. I just started working out, like because uh-huh. I couldn't pound a producer in the head. Right. So you just and, started working uh, out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it was like that was that was the one time Stingy. they saw me. We mad. had to, before. and they all got scared. They sent Kathleen to talk me down. They're like, yeah. "You go in, Madigan. He won't hit you." <laughs> well, well they, they made us do. Uh, you had to perform in front of these kids, and they were like little kids. So right. you had to just act really stupid and, yeah. and whatever. I probably would have won that one. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> I, you know, my little thing. I went there, and what I say, I go, no, "Oh, no, no matter who who's out here." Start yelling skunk because I was dressed as a yeah. skunk. Okay. So I pin- I threw everybody under the bus. So like if they like Jay London started talking and the kids didn't like him, they'd all start going skunk, skunk, skunk. skunk. <laughs> so I, I like. But, and then Alonzo That's came funny. out and he had water, or whatever. And then he had a breaking point where you were just like. I'm a grown man throwing water on my face in front of five-year-olds. Yeah, I'm, yeah, gonna yeah. I'm a stand-up comic. Yeah. Right. yeah, he just had a moment mm-hmm. when he was like, F this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember, man, uh, you, were, you mentioned Dublin's. Yeah. Uh, were, 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 were you around then, Heffern? I never performed. I wasn't hip enough to perform. He was that. around, but he didn't, he didn't. I went once. Yeah. And, and, and Alonzo went on. Every time I was there, Dane Cook would be there, and then Alonzo would be the guy who won after Dane. I went after Dane. That was the that was the most creative time in my career. Dublin's was I missed that amazing. place. I missed Dublin, that place. Right? Dublin's, I mean. For those of you listening at home, Dublin's, show. imagine if you got mm, maybe about 400 strippers. And then, and then another four hundred of their hot girlfriends. He's really bitter, isn't he? Re- he doesn't like strippers. He's really and, uh, no, but they were all show up. That's no, what kind of crazy. No, it was a Hollywood crowd. So yeah. it was it was a bunch of hotties and a bunch of guys. Yeah, it was three four hundred people every Tuesday night, and it started out. It was like an open mic, right. and and that's why I was there every week because. When it started out, me, Dane Cook, and uh, Darren Carter were there every week, mm-hmm. and Jay uh, Davis and Ahmed Ahmed were the hosts. And this was, like I say, around 99, 2000. So this was when the Dane phenomenon was just beginning. That's right when I but moved But we LA. didn't know about, like, you know, you, we didn't know it was about how big a name he was becoming because that whole thing was an underground, like, yeah. Facebook, MySpace thing when nobody knew about Facebook and MySpace. But the but Dublin's was growing and it was becoming a hip hangout and then all the comics started coming like and any and everybody would be there. Rogan would drop in. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Chappelle came a few times. Tommy Justin Davidson. Timberlake. And by the way, too, you're also performing the audience, on top of Timberlake. a booth almost. Yeah, Justin Timberlake would hang out. Vince Vaughn Cameron was Diaz. there almost every week. Slash. Um, I met Slash, Slash there. Came. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey would come. I remember one week when Matthew McConaughey and Vince Vaughn were sitting at the bar, and it was so funny watching women take a shot. 
Like they would literally huddle up your turn and one of them would go up there and then they'd be tossed back into the pool. And the other thing was Dublin's had the hottest bartenders. These chicks were unbelievable. Like we always said they should do a calendar. As we had, they had one bartender where you, you know what Hooters does the calendars mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She was one of the girls. Whenever they open a new Hooters, they bring the hottest Hooters girls in the country to fool everybody. Right. She was one of them. <laughs> like she would go on the Hooters road trip, but her regular spot was Dublin, oh, so wow. they had that. And then they, the bouncers, I used to say that they just stood outside a county jail and grabbed them as they walked out because <laughs> every bouncer at Dublin's was like six eight, yeah, huge guys. six nine, three, you know, huge. Yeah. And, but but the place had such a vibe. So what would go on? Like Dane would go on, and he was a rock star and do his thing. And to me, it was still an open mic. So I would just sit on the stool and yeah. just start talking and ask them what they want me to talk about and just make up shit. And it was it was, it was a great. You vibe. were so cool up there. Yeah, I, well, I don't think that's one of the times I met. It was either the college thing or there that I met. Yeah, well, it was because. People were trying to out Dane. Dane, you know, right. Dane, this is what Dane's jumping on. Like the stage, they took out a booth and they put just right. a stage in the corner. So Dane's jumping up on the top of that thing, right. and you know, he's doing what Dane does. His energy's unbelievable, and and he's you know, and other people. It's like you're not going to out energy, him, right? You know, exactly. and especially not when it's his crowd mm-hmm. and it's his home. So. Right. When I went on after him, it was like I was completely opposite. Like, man, I, I ain't got the time, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not jumping. People love that. It was like, I'm okay, sit down, we're gonna talk right. for a while, you know. And but the which funny, is hard to do in that room because it's so long. So, uh, yeah, and yeah. they and they get talky sometimes because they're the, young. And the funny thing about that with Dane was it was like literally like one week we'd be sitting here like this, like where are you going? Oh, I'm doing the Tampa Improv. Oh, where are you going? I'm, I'm going to Kansas City. Where are you going? Madison Square Garden. What? <laughs> Wait, what? When right. did that happen? Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, that place was fun. And as a comic, it was great too because I mean, you could just roll up there and valet your car for two dollars. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and they liked the comics. The bouncers always liked the comics. Oh yeah, I, I, I would go up there all the time. They treated us great. We had, that that lasted for about. Three and a half years. And then they caught someone and, drinking underage, uh, I think, and lost it, the liquor license. There, it was a number of things, but the city of West Hollywood did not like Dublin's. Dublin's was too popular. Like mm. Dublin, there were other bars that were empty because Dublin's was so popular. And like you said, they had, you know, whoever owned the place, like there was a group of owners, but they had a parking lot. Nobody on the Sunset Strip has their right. own parking lot. So they had $2 parking. Wow. That right there, you take away bar business from 10 to Yeah, you bars. could go there, park yeah. your car, and then walk around. Go yeah. walk to the comedy store, walk somewhere else. And it's cheaper than parking at a, a real parking place for like 7 or $8. Yeah. And what the is, show was free. What is free Jay show. Davis's secret, by the way? Because he's, he's doing you that know, with the parlor now. He's you know got, what Jay Davis is saying? He's Jay, got a new one in Santa Monica, by Jay the way. Jay Davis is, is an incredible producer and promoter because... When Jay tells you that this is the greatest comic that ever lives or the greatest show that's ever been done, he truly believes that. Like, he's not saying it. Like, he does have that level of enthusiasm. Jay Davis, by the way, for for Jay Davis is a guy who's a a comic and he puts on all these shows in. Yeah, he's a comic. He's kind of famous because of the shows. Noah, you know, no disrespect to him as a comic, but his talent is producer. 
if he decided to he become a producer, he kicked me out of a bar once. He'd be a millionaire <laughs> in two years. Yeah. If he if he just focused on I'm going to produce shows, he'd be a millionaire in two years. I took him with so me once on the road because I, you know, I, first of all, I like the guy. He's always been really nice to me. Anytime I do any of his shows, he'll give you like free drinks, free food, and he just you're right. He hypes you up and he really convinces audiences is the best guy in the world. So I took him with me on the road because uh, I like him. A B, I think he's funny. C, I knew he's got a million friends on Facebook and MySpace, and I was hoping he'd help promote the show. And I took him to Sacramento, and he has a hilarious story about Keanu Reeves, yeah. how he was the manager of their band. Yeah, That's one of my favorite stories. And it's, it's a true story. I mean, he can punch it off a little, but it's really funny <laughs> the way he tells it. And, uh, yeah, that just I love that story about Keanu. And the other talent he has, and I don't have this at all, he remembers everyone's name. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. Like, if he meets you once, he'll remember your name two years later. Yeah. I just started remembering Reap's first name in the past <laughs> eight months. I, I knew he had Reap. a first name. <laughs> IJ Davis story. I didn't know what the hell it was. We were at some little bar off the Sunset Strip that I forgot some cool, hip, trendy kind of. It maybe seats 50 people can fit in a total. I'm there with another comic friend, Peter Berman. This is years and years ago. Jay Davis is the manager. He's the guy with the list to make sure you can get in, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're in there. It's kind of filling up, but it can only it only seat 50 people or people standing there. He comes over to us out of the 48 people that are in there and asks us to leave because Bob Saget <laughs> was coming over with some with, with some people and they needed to make room. I've never been at a bar and had somebody come over and said, you're taking up space. You need to leave because Bob, Bob Saget. Well, you know, it's one coming. thing like to be next at the and improv. And I can't get that taste of Jay Davis out of my mouth. It's one thing to be next at the improv and they say, hey, Saget's in. He's going up. But to actually be bumped out of, out of a, a social bar. situation. Out of a social because of Bob wow. Saget. Wow. It, this business really does have no respect for you. No, it really doesn't. I understand like, the bitterness yeah, you now. See, you see really, like, I've like, been fighting the bitterness can, for a while because I've always been known. Yeah. I mean, that, that says a lot when in a social situation. I mean, uh, Jay looks around the room sees all these other people who aren't comics. <laughs> yes. comes to you. Go, well, you need to get out of here. Who's the guy I might run into throughout my life? People not doing comedy are welcome to stay. Yeah, there wasn't some business guy. From Ohio, so sitting there. Bounce you. Right. I understand comes over bitterness. Peter, that's funny. I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's one of Jay Davis. Heff wants to become famous just to destroy Jay Davis. <laughs> Heff wants to be Ari Gold. I had it for a just minute. To put an end to Jay Davis' yeah. career. I'm over. You know, I, I never cause problems, and I'm super nice to everybody and stuff like that. But you know, and I'm, I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't think I'm so gonna. Nice, if you're so nice to everybody, why is? Every waking moment that you're not coming up with another plan to make a million dollars, you're learning a different way to fight. Why is it? You're so nice. Why are you? You're you're like the second. Like Joe Rogan is the comic living weapon, and you're quietly number two. Yeah, it's true. Rogan is like the Bruce Lee, and you're like the Jackie Chan. Yeah. Why is that? I, I just I have a lot of uh, built up anger. Yeah, we've noticed that. Yeah, and, it's, and, and, it's, and the older I get, the more it's starting to to seep. Through. One day, like some, last night, I had a moment last night. Kids gonna ride their bicycle across his front lawn, uh, and that's just gonna be it. That's gonna be the snap, moment he's falling snaps. down style. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you because you're you're assuming in the future I'll be able to afford a house and not be my apartment complex. So so that's good. Yeah, like last night I was watching some uh, sitcoms and I just found myself and I've never been this guy. But I've, I just started finding myself getting more and more bitter after each word. <laughs> I think on one sitcom, like the the wording was the the joke was, "What are you a bleh?" 
You know what I mean? Like, like, but he said it like four times in a row. It's yeah, like, what are you? A what are you? Bank? An elephant trainer? Hey, hey, what are you? Ten? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. my new like. Like, th- that would be a fun for those of you who like to play drinking games. If you're watching a sitcom, every time somebody says, "What are you?" Ten. Take a drink. Uh, you need to drink. If to, you hear, you "What are up. you?" Those words right in a row. Yeah, I bet you'd hear it uh, probably four or five times. That's funny. Yeah. I'll start doing that. I don't know, Reap. I think we should get him wired up and just see what happens. <laughs> I think I, I just I, get this guy I some coffee. I can get Saget to bump him out of yeah. somewhere. Call Saget. You know, next, time he, next time he goes <laughs> yeah. to dinner, next time he goes to dinner, we're going to get Saget to come to the restaurant and then have and Jay want that ha- table. Have Jay come in yeah. and say, "All right, let me start with let me start with Reap." About the fifth time, I think. What's the the, the the most petty thing that bugs the 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 shit out of you, John Reeve, at a comedy club? Uh, you mean if I'm on stage or if I'm just like regardless? In the back? Just just if you could eliminate one if I had, um, one thing that, that would really not happen or go down, what do you think it would be? Uh, people talking. <laughs> not really hecklers. I mean, I, I'm talk. pretty be, fortunate. Being rude. Yeah. Well, just like talking, you know. Like just loudly, you know. Even if it's another comic on stage, I'm back in the room. Like if I'm watching the feature act, and yeah. I'm back there and just waiting for my turn, and there and there's like a table just talking, and they're not even listening to the guy at all. Like I, I get it if you're listening and you're responding to something. Like that one is almost okay, but when you're not even listening and you're just there talking, it ruins the show for everyone else around them. And it, I hate that. that's one thing I'd change. Alonzo, I think, and and this didn't used to bother me, but it's starting to get on my nerves more and more. Guest sets. Oh, when the and not not like when a comic asks, could I get a spot or if it's a friend or something. It's when the like the owner of the club or the manager or somebody, and they just start inserting people on the show. And next thing you know, there's three right. people doing five minutes, yeah. and, they, and, and they're not any good. And it's a yeah. or they or they get up there, and it's like you know, fuck shit, and then the bitch, and then fuck, and then you're like, now I gotta dig yeah. out of that hole, right? Because you you've never written punchline, or they all have like in their five minutes they will somehow piss on an hour's worth of material that you're about. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. get up and they'll just kind of lightly, they, yeah. Especially if it's a second show that never starts on time. Yeah, I had with this uh, recently. It was like, oh, we're forty minutes late. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do, and then uh, there's two guest sets. We're like, mm-hmm. why? I I, I was in. Um, in New York performing at Gotham and Robert Klein, who's done eight billion HBO right. shows, mm-hmm. uh, comes up to me who doesn't know me at all mm-hmm. and says, Do you mind if I do a set on your show? I'm working on a new something. Class. Like Yeah. That's like class. like me. Like you're Robert right. Klein. Why would you right. ask to do that? Right. So I, and then he goes, No, it's your show. But that's exactly how it should be. And then the very next week I'm at some club and there were like four guest sets. No one even talked to me. I think someone even ate my chicken tenders. <laughs> and the, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah really? I, I hate that. And I like I love going to Denver. I go to Denver all the time. Comedy works, one of the best clubs in the country. But it's also like, you know when you go there. There's like all these headliners that live in Denver, yeah. and then you know that you're going to have to follow four headliners who are just coming in there working on something, which is fine. I like them all; they're really great. But it's like, oh, I just want to have an easy day at work. Now well, I have to go up there. It, it, and a, and, a whole show becomes a vibe. So your feature act, or even the person I'm seeing, you can kind of then start riffing off of them, or you gel as a mm-hmm. unit. Right. But when you, but when you're throwing in new people all the time, mm-hmm. then sometimes it's. You get the guy who talks or, yeah. you know, I, I had some guy feature for me and I usually have clean guys. I think he motherfuckered it. I counted 17 <laughs> times in 17 five minutes. MFs. Wow. I was sitting in back just counting going, 
Really? Yeah. Really got to say you're going to motherfucking Starbucks? Uh, you just yeah. can't say I'm going to Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to throw... No, that was the motherfucking yeah. Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, did you... Uh, I'm going to throw this in there real quick. Did you do some colleges, too? Did I? Yeah. Back, you did a lot of Back colleges. in the day, I used to do like 100 Well, you know how so, sometimes yeah. you do, you'll go to college and there's these kids are in, you know, the, they're uh, in charge of the whole thing or whatever. Right. And uh, the, the student UAC, union... They always have fun names. Right. SAC. SAC. UAC, yeah. Right. And they always... Uh, sometimes they're like, okay, um, are you, we, we have some nuns in the crowd or some kids <laughs> and this is Little Sibs weekend. Can you can you be clean? Or And I, always, I would always do this. And if they didn't laugh at it, I knew I was in for a long day. I would say, well, I'm pretty clean. Uh, you know, I don't cuss that much. I might, I might say damn or hell. I don't say MF and I don't say GD. But I might say goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> and if they th- if that didn't even get a smile. And I was right. like, oh, these guys are tense. <laughs> so I, th- that one was like the, the icebreaker. But yeah, um, a lot of those times... You By the way, people really don't clean. realize that. Like when you do morning radio or something... or you I could never do- say that on morning radio. But you ever have the person that tells you don't say fuck. Like, they'll say it 800 times. They'll go, just don't say fuck. We're at soccer mom station. You know what? Don't say fuck. Please don't say f-. And now in your brain going, I never say fuck anyway, but now right, that you've said it 700 times, it. that's yeah. going to be the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I actually so let's, did one at Loyola where they, there were two nuns in the crowd and, um, you know, a, a pastor or whatever, yeah. minister, whatever he was, and... I followed this Asian girl, and she was doing this whole thing about how small Asian guys' dicks were. Uh-huh. But, like, she kept doing And they told us, you know, keep it kind of clean. And the funny thing was, like, the, the guy walks up to the stage in the, you know, in the priest's collar. And, and the black <laughs> just walks up to the stage and, and tells her, would you please leave the stage right now? I mean, you talk oh, about an great. awkward fucking <laughs> And now Alonzo Bowden. How you doing? Wow. I'm not Asian. My dick's bigger than an Asian. Wow. Let's move on. Yeah, that was a, that was a That's good. awkward moment. By the way, in the very beginning, when we introduced, we said you won uh, season uh, three winner of last yes, time. Yes, I'm the, right? the unknown winner. Well, well, yeah, did we right. talk about that for a second? Well, did he we, won. No, you know something? Or did I, I, did no, I not? Just forget it. Like, we got, you know. I, I I don't even use I've stopped using the show in my credits even though people know about it yeah and and it's no knock against the show because like I say I'm the only guy who left the show still friends with Jay Moore you know <laughs> so so I had a, a decent experience yeah but by the way uh, Moore hates Moore and uh, Red Band here I have a thing yeah okay yeah it seems well, like then, everybody has a thing with Jay Moore yeah. every time I, I when yeah, he, he, he went off on me on he went off on him yeah that's yeah. why I say I'm the only person <laughs> who remained friends with him how but, is that possible but the, but the thing about it is is you got like I gotta move on career wise. Like that can't be the mm-hmm. peak. Maybe at the end maybe it will be, but I'm I'm trying to uh I've realized so, so it might say peak. I'm the guy with the peak. Showtime special called Who's Paying Attention yeah. available on D V D. Out recently, very funny. Yeah. And your website, AlonzoLive.com, is yes. that right? Also available on D V D. nice. No, but but you know, last comic it was like for me it was I I described it, it was my introduction to America. And the whole thing with them never showing the finale of season three. That's right. Alonzo, it, by the way, they had season three. Yeah. They they canceled the show. Right. At the very last episode. So when Alonzo was going to win, NBC decided we're not going to show the finale show. That pissed me off so bad. That that pissed people off, but it didn't piss me off because I knew it didn't have to do with me. You know what I mean? Like, like I wish I was that important that a network made a decision like, oh, we can't (laughs) show this guy. You know, the, the funny thing about Last Comic Standing, like people always talked about how it was rigged and it was this or that, the other. As you can tell, it was because they never did a thing with a winner. 
Not right. one Nor did they want the show to. ever did anything else on NBC. NBC didn't give a shit who no, won. No, they looked at it as a they, reality show, yeah, and that they, was it. They could care less who won. And when it, when the show got canceled, to me, like my only question was, do I still get the check? Yeah. That was my only concern. I was like, do I still get the check? They were like, yeah. I was like, we're cool. Right. Because it, it's a show that got canceled. There's a million people who've been on shows Plus, that got canceled. It's got canceled three times Yeah, and it's, came it, back. It canceled. Plus, now when you look at people's credits... It's uh, everybody was on Last Comic. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's the back in the day when people used to be on Evening at the Improv. Right. Um, which I'm old enough to actually have that as a credit, but that's what like every comic. If you were a comic and you had at least four minutes, you would have gotten yeah. on Evening at the Improv. Alonzo's got a lot of street cred, man. How many times have you done Leno? Leno's been good to me, man. I've done six uh, six Tonight shows. Six Tonight so, shows. Yeah, and then a Conan. Yeah, I did Conan back. This I did New York Conan on NBC. Mm-hmm. I one of my uh, oh the thing with the Tonight Show I also did the ten o'clock show Ooh. so I'm in that group that, that did both oh, wow. not, not a lot of people did both and then I um I did Keenan's show which lasted you know like two or three months when Keenan had a late mm-hmm. night show that was when every network had a brother with a late night show like <laughs> Ryan had a show and Sinbad had a show and Chris Spencer had a show Arsenio. and there was there was a few you know so I did that one. And uh, yeah, you know, so it's been good, but it's my problem is sustainability. I've gotten shots, I haven't figured out how to sustain it, and I'm no good at, at marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, like when I talk to new comics, I tell them like you, you're expected to have a million, you know, Twitter followers right. and Facebook. You have to do a podcast those, every Tuesday. You have to bring those to the network mm-hmm. to get a meeting. You know, like yeah. back when we did it, being funny counted. Now yeah. funny. Funny might be eighth on a list of ten things that mm-hmm. they're looking for. Yeah, you when know, you do these pitch meetings, it's yeah, like, I wish I were Indian, and I tried to be. <laughs> I tried to tell them I was Indian, but they apparently Indians don't grow to my size, so they didn't believe it. Because I, I told them I was Russell Peters' cousin, and Russell didn't give a shit. Russell's cool with it. Yeah, you know, he's like, right. yeah, that's cousin Alonzo, but it didn't stick. <laughs> well, people can go uh, check out uh, AlonzoBowden.com. We'll have links on that. Uh, hopefully, by the time this airs, we've had our website up. But um, we're working on it with our Commodore 64, so it's taken a little bit longer <laughs> than normal. And, and it looks like you're going to be at the Improv, uh, what, the 29th through the... Yes, I'm in Fort Lauderdale the 29th through October 2nd. Cool. At the Improv in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah, I've done yeah. that one. Yeah, it's so a gauntlet, but they have all those bars leading up to... Yeah, yeah. And then it's, there's a, a, a Wild Willies, that, that seven, that yeah. Slurpee thing that just 100% grain alcohol. Yeah. So you get to deal with that buzz. I was there. That uh, that's where is that the Hard Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah behind the Hard Rock. And then Nicole Smith died at that place. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> Little fun fact for you. I request yeah. the room. So you can check that out, and then uh, also you can check out our last podcasting uh, dot com. I understand uh, you're number one. We're number yeah. one with the podcast. Uh, Ranking Association and the World Podcast Federation, right. Alonzo. We've been voted I've number heard, one. I've heard. We've uh, beat out a lot of great we'll things. We'll talk so to the uh, creators of that. that for you and see if uh, what, what we'll get you on. It's yeah. a whole. It's kind of a kind of little bit politicky, but we can uh, we'll get you on. That's All right. right. All right, everybody. Thanks you. Uh, thanks. Thanks you. Thanks you. Don't forget, we thanks you. Don't forget to follow us at, at 
he last podcasting. That's the beauty thing. He speaks for a living. Not well. Thanks, thanks, thanks but that's exactly how he tweets, too. So thank yeah. you. Thanks, you. <laughs> We're still trying to get pictures of Reap's naked wife, so make sure you follow us. Those of you who do not say it's disrespectful, she's completely signed off on it. Yes. That's totally um, cool. That is at last podcasting on Twitter. Everybody, um, we need some catchphrase for when people leave. Like, hey, live yeah, prosperous. We'll figure like, that out for next time. Right. Or tweet us uh, what you think our ending phrase should be because we want to be, you know, give a positive message. Anyway, John Heffern, John Reap, Lonzo Bowden. Bye-bye. Gracias. I'm always confused, uh, by the way, this is John Heffern, John Rape over uh, the side. Like, see, I don't even know for this part, do we even do that? Like, it went as far as it's, um, are you kissing your mic? It's, uh, there it is. It wasn't working. Okay, hi. Uh, does, this, does this bonus part, uh, Bri, does this come on before or after? comes right on the very end of the, the podcast. Oh, like so we the don't bonus need... on your DVD. Of course it's yeah, after. It's, yeah. <laughs> How would the bonus come first? It, what, what, what's, what, what's in a book that comes before? It's the forward? Yeah. Should I just no, put it in the middle? Otherwise it'd be the forward, not the bonus. <laughs> I'll just put it in the middle. <laughs> I'll be well, okay. So now that I know it comes at the end, uh, you know we can also plug other stuff here. Yeah, but we. I mean, what's the, the bonus topics be, guys? We probably should have figured that out. Well, I didn't really didn't know that we're gonna have bonuses, so it's kind of like when you're on stage and then when in t- doubt, go to sports. Do an encore. Yeah, you watching football this year? Yeah, Who'd I'm a take? Jet fan. Jet fan, do you like the yeah. old school uniform they wore uh, no. Sunday? I don't either. It looks, no. looks like the Browns. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Do they win? What, yeah, they. Th- that wasn't. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they were called because they weren't. I don't think they were called the Jets. Oh. The Jets had a name before Jets. No, oh, it was. It um, was. Uh, but I can't remember what it is. Turd colors. Yeah, but uh, no, those. No, those, the green those uniforms look horrible. You got to go with the green. Yeah. So Sanchez, you sold on him? Yeah, yeah. Sanchez just needs to win the big game. Sanchez needs to like beat Pittsburgh or do something to put him over the edge. You know who wants Sanchez to win? And and I know this sounds like a bit, but it's really not. But you know who wants Sanchez to win? Yeah. Joe Namath because he is so tired of dragging his old ass out. <laughs> as the, I love seeing Joe you know, Namath. You never yeah, know if he's going to be hammered or liquored up. Yeah, but Joe's like the the knees are both gone, yeah, the hips yeah. are gone. Like he's an old man. Joe's like, would someone else win this shit so I can <laughs> I can watch it from home? How funny was you it know? when he was drunk on a Monday Night Football game a couple of years ago with Stacy yeah. Colbert or whatever, yeah. and she was Trying asking like, "What do you think about yeah, the uh, game?" He's like, "You're." Pretty yeah, <laughs> it's like hammered. But at what point, though, if you're an older, I don't know how old. How old is Joe Namath? Oh, he's got to be sixty something. Yeah, Joe's in his sixties. Yeah. At what point does that just be? Do you just go, okay, you're a creepy old guy, like and get in and get almost like a free pass? Because I would like to be. Well, he that does. Guy. He does get a free pass, but just not with Stacy on air live. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, My lines are doing well, dude. That's why. Congratulations. On, can't, can't speak about uh, football. Stafford. What was the, you guys had huge. the biggest win in your in Lions history like yep. this past Sunday? Well, you know what's great about the Lions, like just winning a game is no, you is a victory. Is you understand? You Detroit know what I mean? Like they're undefeated right like, now. Yeah. the Lions are undefeated. I think they're going to have a great year. They've the won Lions their last are, 10. The Lions are actually good. They are actually good. Panthers. So. My the Lions sucked kind of so bad even leading up to this year that even when I play them on Madden on PlayStation, mm-hmm. you have to go all. Lions team, like the star team, to even almost be ranked in the eighty <laughs> percent. Like it doesn't even give you a yeah. le- legitimate chance. Yeah, yeah. You have to pick Lions all stars. Well, you got but, Barry but, Sanders. Yeah, and that's the only. Who's, guy. The, who's the all star quarterback for the Lions? 
I mean, Stafford's probably not on there yet. Uh, well, maybe he is. I have a one I created. I think his name's like first name bad, last name motherfucker uh-huh. with a K. I heard of uh, that. And he's um, isn't that a rapper? Six nine. <laughs> he's like six nine, two hundred some right. pounds. I mean, runs a three forty. Yeah, I'm a 40 year old guy. I totally is. create players. I've done that before. I've done that before. What do you name them? Uh, one of them was uh, I, well, I used my um, my uh, fantasy football team names. Grin Reaper was one of them. Gotcha. And then the serial Reaper. Did you guys, did you guys waste money on that pay per view the other day? On the boxing? On the boxing pay per view? No. No, no I don't work it. I don't watch it anymore. I used to watch that stuff. Mayweather won though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxing, boxing's, boxing's done. Though. It's so done. It is. Bob Arum and Don King ruined boxing, and it may never come back. Yeah, well, it's good for the UFC though, because now you watch boxing after watching the UFC, it just seems boxing ridiculous. needs like a Dana White type guy to like just be like Dana White needs to be a Dana White guy and just buy no, boxing. boxing. <laughs> needs a Mike Tyson. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't right. think anyone's even coming up or anyone cares what, anymore. No, but that's what they need. Boxing dot. There used to be a time. When the heavyweight champion was the baddest man on earth, and right. everyone in the world knew his name, right? And Mike Tyson was the last guy. I to can't be tell you who the heavyweight guy. champion no. of the world is right and, now. And you know, Pacquiao's great, and and you know, De La Hoya had his time, and Mayweather, but it has to be the heavyweight yes. champ because that was the guy everyone in the Muhammad world Ali. knew. Now you got like two Russian brothers are splitting the title, and then there's you know, there's like five different heavyweight champs, okay. right. and, right. and nobody knows who any of them are. Well, yeah, I think can't... Ron Artest is one of them. <laughs> Wait, World Peace? Meta World yeah, Peace? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Is that his name now? Is it Meta World Peace? I don't think it's legally Meta World Peace, except in his mind. Yeah. I think he went to do it, and his agent and his lawyer said, listen, this Your is, Honor, just give him a fake paper. <laughs> I know, give him fake paper. Alonzo, you talk a lot about... <laughs> give him some fa- Here, him yes, fake we'll just call you Meta yeah. for short. Alonzo, are you talking about, because uh, you do a lot of political stuff, are you, uh, what's your feelings on uh, uh, Glenn Rice t- tapping Palin? Good for Glenn. Good yeah. for Glenn, he tapped Palin. And, and you know, it'll come out, he wasn't the only one. You know, Palin was a hottie, and she was hanging around NBA and NFL locker rooms, liking the brothers. This was and back when he was at Michigan, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you know, so she he was she, probably eighteen, nineteen, and to give Palin a little, yeah, thing, she was probably was, nineteen, twenty herself. Right. And so, he, you know, he was first round. Palin, first Palin. round pick. So Palin, <laughs> you know, he, but but you know, like you know, he wasn't the only one. You, you know, my real view on that. You know what? You know why that story came out. Because nobody was talking about her. Because uh, everybody was talking about, like, Rick Perry and Michelle right. Bachman and all the, like, they're doing all the Republican debates and uh-huh. all that shit. And nobody mentioned her name. Is she even running? And No, she's not. But she, but to not have her name in the press, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, if you want to kill Sarah Palin, don't Stop mention her. Stop talking about her. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's like Kim Kardashian, you know, got married and now there's marriage trouble. You know, uh, right, because, right. My, uh, my, well, I agree. We should stop talking about it. I, uh, I would love to stop. <laughs> America needs to stop. My, yeah. All right. So my, let's. You know what? Let's let's stop talking. My girlfriend oh. was Sarah Palin, by the way. Oh, is that your girlfriend? <laughs> she played Sarah Palin in the Nayland Palin point. Very nice. Look at that. I gotta see that. I haven't seen that one. All right. On that. Well, that's, hey, dude. That's gonna make the sequel a lot more awkward for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, now that Glenn like, Rice is in the picture. Yeah. 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 And a black wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's end on. Porn talk. Yeah. yeah. That was our bonus feature. Bonus uh, boner tag. Thank you again for finding this podcast on uh, iTunes. Um, I know sometimes it, it, is it difficult? I don't even know. We need like a page. Yeah. We need yeah. like a, so people know exactly where to go right. and get this gold. Yeah. Let's help them out. Let's give them a treasure map. 
Go to heffernandreap.com for tour dates and great links. Hey, did you get that? It's heffernandreap.com. Go there now. Yeah.